Welcome to the 83rd and final episode of the Game 4 Podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about the end of the podcast and the end of the Game 4 platform. I'm Adam. And I'm Matt. And this is the last episode. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. So, yeah. Um, we wanted to make this kind of final episode to not, you know, just... Just we just didn't stop recording, and then you guys were like, "What happened? Yeah, where where are they? Where'd they go? Um, you know." Uh, so uh, yeah, Game Four was, and I believe still is, a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but as it turns out, it's very difficult to build. Yes, not impossible. A lot Lord of work, yeah. But it's difficult to build, and it's also very hard to monetize, and that's kind of important as we live in right. I was going to say in a society, but what I meant to say was that we live in capitalism. Yes. There's, yes. There seems to be uh, um, people that, that decide they, they want to get paid. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Jeff Bezos can't go to the moon. Right. You know, on hopes and dreams. No, no. As much as hopes and dreams, I would give him hopes and dreams to send him to the moon. I would certainly do that. Right. Um, but yeah, so there's been a lot of discussion. There's been a lot of talk and it's been going on throughout most of 2022. Mm-hmm. Here in the offices, and um, it, it's just something we kind of recently decided after having a couple different meetings with the outside people and this and that and whatnot. And it's just, um, and there's a lot of reasons we'll go over here real quick. Uh, but um, just to give a bit of um, historical context, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we started all this, we launched it in early 2018, mm-hmm. and uh, this is an idea that you and Jason had had for quite some time. Yeah, I think like pretty much the start of Milk Can, so like 2015-ish. Yeah, because I started working here in July of 2016. Yep. And was brought in to be UX, UI, but also because of my background in tabletop gaming and such mm-hmm. like that. So there was that. Um, and we built it. We launched it in early 2018, and it kind of grew and grew. Um, we didn't have like VC money, like venture capital or no, anything like that. No, it was like all that. by Jason and I. Yeah. Um, we racked up. Quite, quite a bill, but we were sure. able to kind of pay for it with milk can money and personal uh, investment. And that bill was predominantly based off, that, that was paying, you know, developers and such for the most part. I mean, they, obviously there was also, you know. And server costs. I mean, Server the, costs and then go into like yeah, things were, like Gamma and stuff like that. But we didn't have a ton of money to put into specifically like marketing per yeah, se. Yeah, there was very little that we could afford to put a marketing on top of that. And we were still, I mean, multiple six figures right. easily in there. So. And we, so I was kind of marketing as far as like when we first launched it and I made a video about it and stuff like that. And that, you know, it took off relatively well early on. I remember we were at the Gamma Trade Show in Reno, Nevada in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and like on the Android, like, like you know, hot, like hot apps, apps yeah. or whatever for like, was it social apps or free apps? Like we were like number eight or three or something yeah, for was, like a, a couple, crazy. like a couple of hours, I think. Yeah. Because all of it a sudden, a lot crazy. of people were downloading at once, and so you know, velocity and yep. uh, analytics and algorithms and other words. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we grew it to what fifty thousand people registered. Uh, registered was around fifty. So um, based on the other numbers, we were in the realm of sixty to seventy thousand. Because you could use the app without registering. You could just right. use it to like look at it, to and, stuff. And we had area. a pretty good idea of what the ratio was there. So yeah, about 60 to 70,000 people were using it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, 
we went to the Gamma Expo, the Game Manufacturers Association Expo in Reno, Nevada in early 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a really good show. Yeah, that was, we were like, okay, we finally. That was our third at that point, right? Yep. yep. And that was, it was at that point that we were, we had a, at, going into that one, we kind of knew where our budget was, where our runway was kind of running out, mm-hmm. and what our goal was of what we had to come out of Gamba with. And at the time, because uh, th- that was when, right, that was just as people were starting to cancel. So, that, like, overseas people were canceling out the last, like, couple days leading up to it. Um, there was, like, a mad scramble of people canceling at the last minute. To the trade show. And to the trade right. show. Um, so we were like, uh, but if we can come out with this amount of advertising commitment, we'll be doing good. Because that was the main monetization plan, was mm-hmm. that we were building our own ad network. So you weren't going to see ads for Clash of Clans and Geico and whatever. You were going to see ads for tabletop gaming-related stuff. Based on what you were searching. So not exactly. even, like, who you were, but if you were searching for board games then there'd be something that would start towards games. Yeah. And we had been selling ads and when we went to that show we had a lot of people that were like okay this is the third show we've been seeing this things are really you know this is great and we came back from that show well okay. We were on our when the show wrapped and we were packing up our booth we were like holy cow we hit our target and then some Yep. and even have some commitments that by the end of the year we were look, we were probably gonna finally you know yeah. be able to really put some money in and really take the platform off yeah and but while we were there at the convention I remember one night we were out at dinner yep. I don't remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday I feel like it was Wednesday because we flew out on Friday the thirteenth I yeah, distinctly that remember sounds that right yep so Wednesday night we're at this like steak place that's Ruby like a, Steakhouse yeah yeah it's like across the street from mm-hmm. the big uh, Pepper Mill uh, r- resort. And, um, you know, there's lots of TVs on in there because it's kind of a sports bar-y sort of place. But good steak. If you're ever there, you should check it out. Um, hashtag not sponsored. But uh, while we were there, the NBA got canceled. Yeah, NHL and then the NBA and, and March the, Madness. Did NFL too? Or did they wait a while on that Well, it, yeah, NFL wasn't ready. It wasn't yeah, that's there. Was not in March, no. So it was the yeah NBA, NHL, and the and March Madness. Right. And I forget the exact order those were announced, exactly. but they were all like pretty like, rapid shots. During dinner, we're sitting there like, oh, geez, oh, oh, oh. I mean, because these are all multi-billion dollar corporations yeah, and organizations. Gonna, that, and that was when, like, I think that was when, for, for us, was like, oh, okay, if they're willing to shut that down. Right then this is bad. That's bad news. And then I remember also during that, and I'm sitting there at the at dinner the whole time going, please don't turn, please don't shut down Adepticon. Please don't. Sh-. And then I got an email going, yeah, Adepticon's not going to happen. I'm like, God. Yep. So anyway. Yeah, and then we started going, crap, are we going to, is our flights going to get canceled right. home? Right. I remember flying home back? on a nearly empty plane, I feel like. Yeah, it was, it was like kind of weird in the airports. It was like ghosts and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There were literally people walking around in sheets with holes cut in them. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know where they got those sheets. Um, nonetheless, uh, you're all familiar with what happened next. Yeah. And, you know, we initially were like, well, this will happen for like a month or so and we'd be fine. Well, yeah. you know, it's July of 2022. Uh, and I just got back from Gen Con and had to wear a mask the entire time and had to have proof of vaccination. And that'll probably still... I, there was a lot of us that were... Like the people who were I was staying with, we had like, you know, like me and six other guys. And we had a couple of different conversations about like, so do you think this is going to be a requirement again next year? And I think yes. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I, I hope don't not. know anymore. I, God, but... I hope not. It, having a beard, walking around a mask in Indianapolis in 95 degree heat 
uh, when you're like inside of a, mm-hmm. even when you're inside a building and the AC's on still, you just get damp. You just it's just ugh, your yeah. face. It's yeah. Anyway, um, no one no one else is having this problem besides me, of course. Right. No. Um, but yeah, we're not. Uh, things it's, just still aren't back to normal. Right. You know what and, I mean? and there's some people that are probably like, well, I can game at my local shop now. But sure. But you know, even even some there are some places where everything's kind of back to normal from what from maybe your perspective but yeah i think there are places where like the owner wants it to be back to normal but like i know like the two shops in my town both of them have friday night magic running again but both of them don't have the numbers they used to right that and that's the thing their numbers are still not where they were Mm -hmm. um i mean there was no uh uh ticket limit on uh gen con as no. far as I know, they had um, they just announced. Uh, I think on Monday they had a, a press release they went out that said they had over fifty thousand. So, which last year twenty twenty one it was thirty five thousand, but in twenty nineteen it was seventy two thousand. Right. So, so that's and thirty so and the thirty five thousand was a limit. They're like we're cutting it off right. here. There was no limit this so, year. And they, yeah, so you you're know. still looking at like a third mm-hmm. less people. Um, now again, this year at Gen Con, they required proof of vaccination, right. not even like show us a negative test. You had to have mm-hmm. a vaccination. I, I, I'm sure that that probably kept some folks at home. Yeah. And, and you know, there's talks about recessions and mm-hmm. there's stuff in Ukraine and everything else. So um, there's shipping issues and oh yeah, there's a lot of, basically there's a lot of doubt and uncertainty and, so even if your gaming stores are back to normal levels, a lot aren't, and a lot of publishers aren't at that. And the key there is also they're not ready to spend money on, they're not willing to gamble on advertising. Which is interesting because, as we've seen a lot, and it depends on the industry, whether you're talking about board games, card games, mm-hmm. miniatures, like in the miniatures realm, 2021 was awesome like they like you know that you know because everybody was kind of stuck home painting mm-hmm. and stuff like that and whatever and so there was a lot of that um but it wasn't that way across the board like D D, like rpg stuff didn't necessarily see as big of a of a of a, a jump necessarily because people kind of have their books and whatever mm-hmm. and they can yeah they can rpg over you know roll 20 or you know, discord or whatever but you didn't see a huge uptick in that stuff um mm-hmm. And now we're starting to see, like Games Workshop specifically has mentioned that, oh, well, 2022 is down in comparison to 2021. But yeah, right. the line doesn't always go up. You know, when you have this weird, crazy, hopefully once in a lifetime kind of pandemic thing, uh, yeah, you're going to see some things change. And then they'll, yeah. you know. And even them, they're still having to delay stuff that, the stuff that was supposed to come out that's right. not coming out to the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, they're having and... issues in like getting things to the, to the stores and to the distribution because it's stuck on a boat because everything pandemic and whatnot. And, you know, that that's, yeah, that's, right. it all, it all, I don't want to say trickles down, but it kind of does. Um, so, so yeah. yeah, so that's that's kind of the, the the gaming industry as it kind of relates to the game for monetization, right? So, um, and then the other um, side of the coin is that uh, Milkan has been doing pretty well. Um, Milkan being the you know the company that you know that you paychecks, yeah. yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, has been we've been very busy. Um, however. <laughs> Like everything, there you know, resources are hard to find. Mm-hmm. Rates are up, so you know it's. And we've never uh, been one to just hire people um, 
rapidly because we like to grow people in. We also want to make sure that slow measured growth because mm. we don't, you know, we don't lay people off and, and stuff like that. So we are all super, super busy. And so then it's a, you know, rather than us all having like 10 hours of, you know, open time every week that we could devote to game for, we have zero time, mm-hmm. our weekends and evenings are sometimes being spent uh, getting project work done. And so, uh, you know, so a lot of Gen, or Gen sorry, a lot of Game Four was originally built on what's known as bench time, mm-hmm. and bench time is basically the space between projects or uh, extra uh, resource hours that mm-hmm. you know maybe a project only requires half a resource, and, you know, so half their time is is not so right. And the thing is, is that yeah, there's just very little bench time right now as well. So there's that as well. Um, but again, the, the, the busy work, I mean, you know, billable work has been great, yeah. um, but it doesn't leave much space for a thing that we're not 100% sure can be monetized. And it would take a lot of work to get it back up. Um, you know, the, there's the platform's got to be rewritten based on uh, just kind of the changed in, you know, online pl- support and a bunch of other things where we said we tar- kind of targeted that it would have to be done to make it work a second time around. The old version was written technically three times, which mm-hmm. is to say it was written for iOS, it was written for Android, and it was written for web. Right, because at the time there was not a good cross-platform solution. Right. Now, since this is launched, or you know, since this has gone on and whatnot, there is a pretty good cl- pro- mm-hmm. cross-platform uh kind of thing we can use called flutter right um and we've we been that, doing a bunch of projects with. yeah and it would help us uh, but you know it would have to we'd have to get to the point where we had stuff out yeah it wasn't like we could just take what we had and just kind of pick up where we left off yeah. it was going to be a retool which we had mentioned many times yeah and if and so you get all that together it's uh another very large investment to get it back to a place where there's possibility of possibly looking for advertising money mm-hmm. And in two to three years, possibly we could break even mm-hmm. if things rapidly got back to improvement, which there's no guarantee. Right. And so, yeah, with all that kind of uncertainty on, and, and and not stuff, wanting to go the venture capital route and right. all that jazz. We, and yeah, we just decided that for now it's just not the right environment. There's other um, stuff that um, Jason. Uh, who's the, the other owner of Milk Can, uh, myself and Adam, uh, we kind of want to dedicate ourselves to some other um, personal projects and time and and stuff. So, we've, yeah, that was kind of I mean, the... We talked about, like, well, you know, maybe we could do uh, just Game 4 totally on the side, and then mm-hmm. we all kind of looked at what we're already doing. I mean, I don't know that I need a fourth job. You right. know what I mean? And you've got... Uh, you know, you've got your kids and, and stuff and everything, yeah. and they're all in sports. And full-time and, gig and running milk and, can. And, and, exactly, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's a, it becomes down to a time issue, and especially when it is looked at as, well, this might make some money down the road, maybe. Like, I love the concept, and I, you know, if I, if, if all things being equal, if just I could run on straight altruism, I would totally be able to do that, but, and we all would. Yeah. But it's just not at this point something that's that's out there, um, and then yeah, and so then the, you know so re, re, that was kind of the that's what the kind of decision came to finally this past week mm-hmm. um, that, that led to that. 
so then you know then the, then the the discussion came to the game for podcasts like well do we keep that going do we rebrand it what do we do with it mm-hmm. um and that's when we so we started looking at the numbers of subscribers and you know are people are we still getting Listens more people yeah are yeah. we getting more people listening to it are people tuning in tuning out um i would say it's basically flat for 2022 yeah, I mean, like it started to take off. We started in June of 2019, and mm-hmm. been, it had been growing and growing, and then doing pretty well that way. Uh, but it had gotten a bit flat over the last, yeah, I would say over this first half of the year, it had definitely been, you know, which is again, it the line doesn't always go up, right? For sure, and you know, things could change and whatever, and it could go up. But it, it wasn't like it was, like if it was a situation where it was just runaway breakneck, we'd be like, well, geez, we should at least figure out what to do with this. But it had been, uh, you know, it's, right, it's, it's, and it's also. I got to be honest, I think that in gaming podcasts, if you, there's a lot of gaming podcasts out there that do reviews of games because then you've always got something to talk about. Right. We don't really do that. So we got to come up with a new subject every two weeks or whatever. And sometimes it's kind of hard, you know? I mean, yeah. Sometimes we're like, oh, we've got like three things and we can kind of pull from the list and things are wonderful mm-hmm. and we're like, we're super happy. And then there's and then times, there's other times where like the day before we're like, what's going to talk about? Or like at lunch, really. Right. Yeah. Shoot, yeah. We need to record after lunch. What are we talking about today? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, with all of that, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of become a decision to sort of, yeah, and, 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 you know, I you've probably heard this on other podcasts. Like, it's not just the hour every two weeks of recording time. There's, sure. There's also, like, four to eight hours of editing, show notes, mm-hmm. uh, putting stuff together, publishing it. Uh, yeah. yeah. All that stuff. All that stuff. So, yeah, again, time that can be devoted to other stuff, other projects um, and stuff. So Yeah. So, you know... It, Again, it's a situation where maybe down the road, maybe something else crops up in its place. Maybe not. It's hard to say. One of one of our our you know dedicated listeners wins the billion dollar next billion dollar lotto ticket and is like, yeah, hit us up. So I'm totally. gonna I'm gonna spend you know I'm gonna give you guys money just to do this. Yeah, yeah. No, then no. absolutely, we sure. Do that hands down. We'll even give you a good rate. Yeah, totally. Um, like a really good rate. Yeah. Um, but, and, but yeah, and, and, and outside of that, right? Um, yeah, it's it just right now not in the cards. Yeah, I'd like to see somebody make something kind of like this, if possible. Um, you know, and, and I, well, it is possible. We know it's possible. We've done it once. It's not, you know. Yeah. But the, the thing is, is that, and we've had this happen before, where like game companies have come to us and talked about it, and they've been like, "Hey, well, we'd like you to, we'd, you know," and. But the thing is, is, if you're a game company and you want to make a list like this, it's probably just going to be for your game. You're not right. going to put your competitors' events in there. You're right. not going to put. You know what I mean? So that that's, is that's that's the issue where it kind of needs to be independent if it's going to be useful. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with you as, let's say, some big company being like, we want to have a good system set up so that all of our demo team people, you can see like where these events are happening or tournaments. And we've worked with companies before on that. Mm-hmm. You know, game companies. Where they're like, we have like a lot of you know um, organized events, and we have this, and we have that, and we all this stuff, and demo team, and all that jazz, and they've got a thing on their website like a widget, mm-hmm. and um, you know people can put stuff in there. We've worked with that kind of thing before. The idea originally was that stuff will go on your website, but then it will also go directly into Game Four. So people who don't know about your website look at Game Four and go, oh, there's a game of this going on in my local shop. I don't even know what that is. I'll go check it out. You know, that's the stuff that. Um, that's the pie in the sky, I think, to some degree. Well, it's not pie in the sky. It's doable. It's just monetizing is, is difficult. Right. There's every 
if you're like, okay, well, that should make money. And then you go, okay, so then you start looking at time, hours. And then when you start looking at money costs, mm-hmm. then you have the same issue. Publishers start going, well, should I spend money on that? Or sure. should I go to another two or three shows and just Or do I just keep using demos, Facebook? Or do I, you know yeah, what I, mean? do I still like, yeah. use Facebook and, then, and just give Zuckerberg more money? Right, and then all those problems that come along with that as well. So, yeah, that is that is part of the issue, I think. So, um, so nonetheless... Um, We've been we've been we've we've had a good time doing this. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, all things being equal, if we had a ton more time, we would probably continue to do it. Yeah, when though, we go to those thirty-six hour days, right? No, that's when is that happening? Was it? Is that when we go metric? I think so. That'd be pretty cool. Well, then it'd be th- it'd be hundred hundred hour days. Yeah, probably yeah. at least. Hopefully not ten hour days. That would suck. Um, but yeah, so you know, we appreciate everyone that has uh, listened and contributed over the mm-hmm. years and all that kind of stuff. And um, neither of us is going to disappear, technically. Right. As far as yeah, we're not just. It's, I have some pocket sand, but <laughs> I think it came out in the wash. Um, so I'll still be tabletop minions. If hopefully, if you if you haven't heard of that, you should check that out. You can find it on YouTube and Twitch, um, and then also. Um, me and my good friend Vince Venturella are, uh, we have a game company called Snarling Badger Studios. You can find out more at snarlingbadger.com as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Matt has still got gamingmatter.com. Yep. Uh, M-A-T-T-R.com. Exactly, yeah. Yep. And that's where you do... Um, 3D printing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, also... If you are, and, and this is the thing, part of us being busy, but still, if you're looking for um, tabletop gaming, uh, like, like if, you're, if you're a company that's looking for ways to digitally build, promote mm-hmm. your website or mobile project, or you just have a, another website or mobile project, um, you can always find us at Milkcan, um, and that website is milkcan.io, uh, which is uh, again www.milkcan.io. Right. Uh, if you want to take a look at some of the stuff that we've done recently, uh, you could go check out the Cuphead Fast Rolling Dice Game app, which is a companion app for the board game. Um, it, it has a built-in timer, has music from the game, and social you know, sharing, and social sharing, and it does all the scoring for you and all that kind of stuff. We worked with the publisher of that game. We've been doing websites for a lot of different game publishers, but we also do normal, boring, you know, stuff as well that's not game related. So yeah, definitely check that out. Well, thanks again for listening to this final episode of the Game 4 Podcast. If you've got questions or comments and you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment below. If you're listening via your favorite podcast player or just aren't into the whole YouTube comment section thing, then you can feel free to reach out to us via email at podcast at imgame4.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, We want to thank all of you who've listened and chatted with us over the years. Be good to each other and keep enjoying tabletop gaming. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.